Fog on the town, it's all mine, all mine. Fog on the town, it's all mine. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wine. I'd walk the streets all day, all night for a bottle of the River Tyne. I'm coming home, my lads. You should have seen us gallin'. We passed the folks up on the road just as they were standing. All the lads and lasses there were all the smiling faces. Gan along the Scotswood Road to see the blading races. Says Shira, 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 Rude, Hello. <laughs> and welcome to a very special episode. It's episode 32 of the Stu and Al pod. But it's a bit of a special one because it's me, Al. Me, Stu. And also, me, Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris in the <laughs> And we are out. We're on tour, lads on tour in Newcastle. Lads Come on for tour. A, uh, and we're in a travel lodge uh, doing all the things that lads will do while they're away. Practicing our snogging on each other. Uh, <laughs> on the knees. Yeah, comparing willy sizes and uh, playing soggy again. biscuit. So yeah. we've, uh, we've done two of them so far. You can guess which ones we've done. But uh, yeah, we're, we're on for episode 32. It's nice. To, so let's just uh, have, have a little quick chat with Chris. Chris, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you, mate. How are you? I'm not bad. So Chris, it's this isn't the first episode you've been on. You were oh. on a special episode, the uh, Euro 2020 episode. And now Chris is, is uh, he's Broke the mould. He's the first person to be on a full episode. How yeah. do you feel, Chris? I mean, I must be life changing for you. I'm I'm quite nervous, mate. Actually, it's groundbreaking for me. Uh, it's a major thing in my whole life. Um, yeah. I feel sorry for you, Chris, getting roped in something like this. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lovely drive down, didn't we? We did. We, did. we, we did. Football quiz. Chris yeah. won both quizzes. He did. I was quiz master, but I think if I was playing, I probably would have won. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially yeah. if you'd written the answers yourself. <laughs> So yeah. we had a we had a little walk down to um Asda. Uh, to Asda, didn't we? Nearly got nearly, nearly got ourselves run over. So that was uh, that was nice and fun. Oh yeah. that bus, weren't it? Yeah. But, uh, and, yeah. and remember the drop curve rule. Drop curve, yes. Obey the drop curb. Yeah. So, if you find a drop curb, you're allowed to cross. Yeah, apparently. so Stu, before we continue, Stu, have you got anything uh, you want to tell us? Before? Yeah, so uh, Newcastle, eh? It's been good so far. We've had a laugh, haven't we? Had a bit of a bite to eat. Aye. Somebody Aye. spilt their pint in the pub in the uh, skip in. Yeah, wasn't Stu. wasn't me. <laughs> uh, but we've already met a local down there earlier who said he was uh, he was said he was good at flirting. Uh, so he pushed him in the river and he uh, he started to sink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flirting, man. Must have been misheard him, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've also had uh, heard that Newcastle was now partnered with uh, Moscow um, to corner the uh, the napkin market, if you will. Um, they're calling it the Soviet Union. Oh, lovely stuff, lovely stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Funny joke. <clears throat> so I just wanted, um, Stu, last week we did about stand-up comedians. Soviet Union, like. Stu, last get week it. <laughs> we did about stand-up comedians and uh, mm. an, an old friend of ours, Uncle Dorogate, has got in contact. Oh, and he wanted to, he says he wants to try stand-up comedy. So he's, um, I've got a tape and he wants to play us three jokes that he's come up with. So here you go. Pass the imaginary tape that we, it's in. okay, here we go. Click. Oh, hello, lads. I uh, really like your uh, show on stand-up comedians. Uh, both of you seem to like that uh, Tim Vine, who's uh, quick with his puns. So I thought I'd give it a quick go. So I've got three jokes for you. There's three monkeys in a phone box and it rings. Which one picks it up? The Hoorangatang. That's the first one there, of course. Uh, second one. Uh, which chocolate bar murders you in your sleep? Freddo Krueger. That's the second <laughs> Second one there for you. And the first one. Why won't Billy Piper take a pound off you? 
Because she wants to. Because she wants to. There we go, lads. Hope you enjoy that. I'll uh, speak to you again soon, hopefully. So, yeah, that was pretty good, wasn't it? I yeah, think he should be gone last all with that. Yeah, it was right. too shy. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that is uh, that's the uh, banter at the start. <laughs> so let's crack on. Oh wait, there, Chris, yeah. do you want to plug your um, podcast? Right, it's top oh, three. Wait, sure. <laughs> top three. So top three in each episode, me and Al pick our top three things about any given subject. So, for example. If we were to pick uh, top three places to spill a pint, I'll probably do the skip in. Yep. Which I did today. Yep. Um, a funeral. Yeah. Or a wake. Yeah. Uh, and um, if I ever get to visit Daytona, USA. Oh, lovely stuff. Oh. Brilliant. So, Stu, it was your choice last week for this week's top three, and you chose... Deserts. Deserts. Oh, wait there, sorry, it says desserts. Oh, no, desserts. I've picked a bloody desert. Rip that paper up. So, um, top three desserts, how did everybody find it? Tasty. Oh, yeah. lovely stuff. So, um, Stu, it was, your it was your pick, so who would you like to go first? Uh, we'll, we'll have the new lad, Chris. Chris. Oh, thank you. Tell us your number three, Chris. My number three, well... As you guys know, I'm not a major chocolate fan, so that's quite a lot of stuff out of my um, vocabulary there that you guys might have. So yep. I've gone with lemon drizzle cake. Ooh, oh, lemon, lemon, lemon. I had one of them on a Wednesday. On the Wednesday, just gone. I Ooh. hope you enjoyed it. Oh, like three old ladies. Yes, I did. I did like it, actually. You can't yeah. beat a nice Very bit true. of drizzle cake with a cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, and a drink. line of cocaine. Well, I don't that's drink the part tea. of the drizzle, of course. <laughs> I don't drink tea or coffee or any hot drinks. Well, with Coca-Cola? No, oh, I don't drink gone. Pizzy Pop either. This has gone boring really quickly, hasn't it? Oh, well. It's just a bit into my life. I don't drink oh. Pizzy Pop and I don't drink tea. Oh, okay. Nothing I've, wrong I've with that. got a couple of stats for you if you want to know. I'll take you outside right now. All right. Oh. So it suddenly went a bit screw yeah. there, didn't it, down, guys? It? <laughs> anyway, a few stats for you. Kick you in the face. <laughs> it's a traditional British cake. Is that a stat? And a staple of afternoon tea. It's got staples in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating wow. staples in, mate. Well, you, know. you could eat in staples. The uh, oh, the uh, <laughs> stationers. Stationers. Exactly. Station. <laughs> it's served with a cup of best cut. Served with a cup of. Tea? Earl Grey tea. Earl Grey tea, lovely stuff. The first drizzle cake was made by a Jewish woman named Evelyn Rose in 1967. So <laughs> thank you very much, Evelyn. You can't say we don't do our research. <laughs> you <laughs> can, he does, he? but you'd be wrong. And the last one was it in 2018, there's a small poll done for the best cake and drizzle came top. So Did it? Okay, boom. No. Nice. Right, so do you want to go next? No, I'll go next. Okay, go for it. Because I don't like you. Uh, my number three out is the lemon cheesecake. Oh, not a bad one, Stu. Yep. <laughs> I'm sticking picked, with the lemon theme. I picked the lemon cheesecake because it's my third favourite pudding. <laughs> Excellent. Little fact about cheesecakes for you. Yes, the, please. Uh, the ancient Greeks, uh, this was around 5th century BC, uh, made the earliest um, rudimentary cheesecakes, if you will. Yeah. Uh, and then in the, in the late medieval Europe times, it uh, re-emerged in tart form with a pastry box. Oh. So Alex, what do you and lemon cheesecakes have in, uh, have in uh, common? We're both tarts. <laughs> well, you re-emerged as a tart, yeah. Rude it. Famous people to like lemon cheesecake. Uh, J.R. Hartley. 
Uh, <laughs> Wayne Rooney. Rooney. <laughs> and um, Falcon from Gladiators. Oh, <laughs> good on Falcon. Well, for my um, number three, I'm going to stick with lemon. Ooh. And I'm going to go with lemon meringue pie. Oh, oh I don't, don't like meringue. Now, don't like meringue. lemon meringue pie for me is one of those where it's either fucking beautiful or really shit. And if you've got too much meringue and the meringue's too hard, it's horrible. All right, poor Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Shaggy bottom. <laughs> what about Mary Berry? Yeah, Mary Berry's soggy bottom. Dude, you go out for pudding and shake the um, chef's hand, do you? Yeah. There's... You got the Alex hand shake. <laughs> oh, it's like, bottom. Oh, it's bottom. <laughs> so, um, lemon meringue pie uh, is a short crust or shortbread pastry uh, with lemon curd and then meringue on the top. Uh, fruit deserves, sorry, fruit desserts covered with baked meringue were found beginning in the 18th century in France. Ooh, Ooh la la, je m'appelle, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, um, okay, so Chris, let's have your number two. My number two yep. is he, pervert. What is number two? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that My out. number two is homemade trifle. Who's made it? Oh, my mum. Yes, good Your one, Chris. What flavour? Well, it can be many flavours. Uh, would you like sherry trifle or? It's you, mate. It's your, it's your top three. Well, mine would be. What's your favourite? Strawberry. Nice, good, oh, good choice, yes. good choice. So, this was invented in the 18th century. She loves you. Yeah, and traditionally, yeah, the layers yeah. of trifle include cake pieces, custard, fruit pieces, jelly, and cream. All right. And there's many variations where you can add some alcohol onto it as well. Oh, spicy. Lager. <laughs> don't know about beer, whether that would go quite nice with it, but I hear that sherry is a, oh. is a common Yeah, don't favorite. get pouring castlemine on your trifle, everyone. It's Sheridan! Nice. It's going to end in uh, tears. <laughs> Lovely. And Just it like wedding cakes. from the UK. <laughs> okay, thank you, Chris. No on, problem. Uh, Stu, back to you, number two. I've gone for number two, at apple pie and custard. Warm. <sighs> Ooh. Hot, hot or warm? Hot or Anything warm. wrong with ice cream? Uh, there's nothing wrong with ice cream, Chris. I just prefer custard. Yeah. So if you don't like that, then don't have it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, apple pie, or and Chris, sorry, Alan Chris. Apple pie actually originated in England. I think I told you this in the car earlier today. <laughs> don't, don't, don't break the fourth wall. Oh yeah, the fourth wall. <laughs> I mean, I think I told you this in a previous life. <laughs> Or something like that. Anyway, it was first. Um, the first recorded recipe was written in 1381 um, by Aunt Bessie. <laughs> Can't be the same one, surely. Um, but this one called for figs, raisins, pears, and saffron, in addition to the apples as well. Apple pie and custard is good, isn't it? I'm not a big apple pie. I'm not a big oh, fan a of hot fruit. So, if my number one's not on the menu in the restaurant. You go for apple pie. That I've not written down for some reason. That's weird. <laughs> I know what it is, though. Um, I will go for apple pie and custard. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Do you remember when we was in Boys Brigade and we went to Darleydale? Yeah. And they had that apple pie there. Boys Brigade! Do you remember the apple pie they had? I don't remember. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. <clears throat> oh, lovely stuff. That was when I first fell for apple pie. Oh. Fell in love. Fell in love in the Boys first Brigade. Uh, famous people to like apple pie and custard include um, the... The bloke who played that ginger bloke in Soldier Soldier. Can't remember his name. Um, Jack Grealish. Surprise. Oh. And um, the one that had this speaking role of the Munchkins in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Keen apple pie fan. I think his name is uh, Melvin Crust. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Well, my number two, I'm going to choose tiramisu, but 
a very spe specific tiramisu. Now, anyone that lives in Lincoln may know of the slow rise <laughs> pizza restaurant. Okay, well, it's, it's, it's a take takeaway, and they do it out there. They, they do it out their garden, right? And it's fucking amazing, right? And they do a tiramisu there. Which then they do a, a Biscoff tiramisu, they do a, a just a standard tiramisu, oh, a raspberry a, or a lemoncello. A shop at the back well, of the garden. They, no, they they've got like a they've got like a um a, like a little takeaway thing in their garden, oh. but they 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 send it to you. Okay. Um, they do vegan and non-vegan. They do coffee and non-coffee. Um, and I got a tiramisu from there, and it was only four pound fifty. It's in this massive pot, and it was fucking delicious. And it was that nice, and the pizza they sent out. I actually called them and told them it was that good. I had to, t I had to tell them it was that good. So you had to tell them. I had to tell them. So it's a coffee-flavored dessert from uh, originated in Italy, and it was invented apparently in the 1960s or 1970s. But that's all that Wikipedia told me about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that tiramisu. Most of the tiramisu's aren't as good. But if you live in Lincolnshire area, try the slow rise. I know Keza G90 likes the slow rise tiramisu. It's <laughs> fucking brilliant. <laughs> Honestly. I wonder what you're going to say before you said tiramisu. <laughs> tiramisu! <laughs> right, back to you, Chris, for number one. Okay. I Thank like you. Of it. Homemade, i.e. Grand's, Grand's apple crumble. Oh, crumble. Who a crumble? Who a crumble? Who a crumble? Not me. <laughs> crumble was originated in Britain during World War II. Yep. Bloody World War II. That's why I got written down, yeah. too. That's why we beat. <laughs> That's why we defeated Hitler. Booyaka, yeah. booyaka, crumble on the vine. <laughs> booyaka, booyaka, crumble is on mine. Incredible. <laughs> uh, treats like cakes and puddings became a luxury, but not everyone could afford it. So the cheaper effort was with crumble. <laughs> Stu's lost it. Um, there are many varieties, but I just like yeah, apple, apple crumble. crumble with custard. Custard. But obviously, ice cream could be... Um, yeah. Could be an alternative, as well as rhubarb. Yep, funny you should say that, Chris, because it's going down. I'm yelling crumble. <laughs> oh, gosh. But um, I've actually gone for crumble as well, but rhubarb crumble. Oh, no, with, thank you. With the custard. No, rhubarb, you. rhubarb, 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 <laughs> crumble. Stop. What? <laughs> Man, we're in a jungle theme. <laughs> booyaka, booyaka, <laughs> give me some rhubarb. <laughs> Rhubarb and crumble. Uh, I haven't got any facts about it. Don't need any. This is the best pudding in the world. If anyone disagrees, I live at 123 Rhubarb Road, <laughs> Crumbleland. <laughs> no, if you want to fight me on this, bring it on. Well, for my number one, I'm going to go a little bit towards Chris's number three. Oh. And I'm going to go for my mum's um, homemade trifle. Oh, now, good. when I was growing up, my mum used to make a, a trifle, right? And there's none of the fancy stuff in it. She didn't put lady fingers in it. Didn't put, the, didn't put the fruit in it, any of that shit. No. And I actually spoke to my mum yesterday about this uh, trifle, and we were, and she told me all she used to put in it: strawberry jelly, a custard blancmange. Do you remember blancmange? Wow, fucking blancmange. And then whipped whipped cream at the top with hundreds and thousands. Brilliant. Absolute I was perfect. I thinking of blancmange the other day because of like in the <sighs> Beano when it mentions like strawberry blancmange. Blancmange is always looked really nice in there. Beautiful. Um, it's just one of those. It was just one of the, it was just a dessert my mum used to make that I could eat all day. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Chris, I'm going to pick you up on a fact that you said that you said it started in the 18th century. I found that it was a British dessert since 1585. Oh, you're really? calling him out. I'm calling him out. Oh, you bad. And was actually first um, 
spoken about in Thomas Dawson's The Good Huswives Jewel, which was mm-hmm. a cookery book for ladies. Oh. So, yeah, that's my number one. And uh, if you don't agree, then fuck, fuck off. off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that was our top three. Stu, how about the social media? Um, what social media said? Yeah. Come on. We got a lot of uh, 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 We got some socials. Yes, Al, the socials. We've got quite the um, selection, if you will. Quite the smorgasbord. Pardon the the pun. Okay, so we'll start as we um, usually do with um, regular Gav. Now, he's gone for apple strudel and ice cream. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hot brownie with ice cream. Yep. Treacle, tart and custard. All vegan. Oh, bloody hell. Well, it was going well until vegan was mentioned. (sighs) Mrs. uh, Mrs. Regular Gav. Mississippi mud pie. Yes. Banoffee pie. Yes. Peanut butter cheesecake. Oh, no. Interesting. I like a cheesecake, but I don't know if that's going to be too too much. Um, Mini Regular Gav. He's gone for Froobs, Strawberry <laughs> Trifle, and Pink Jelly. Yes. We oh, all know he's winning so far. What yeah, Roy. Gav? Yeah, Roy. Roy. Uh, next, Jody Miller. Treacle, Sponge, and Who? Custard. <laughs> New to the show. All right. Treacle, Sponge, and Custard. Nah, yeah. Jam, Roly Poly. <laughs> Roly Poly. <laughs> That's what it's called. I love yeah. that word. And the Arctic Roll. That's Ooh. a good one. That's, That's a nice one. one. Did anybody pick Vionetta? No. Ah. Oh. Actually, come back to that in a minute. Uh, Lauren, uh, she's got a brilliant number three. Chocolate fudge cake. Yeah. Black forest gatto. Oh, yeah. And then just a bowl of custard. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I was going to pick ice cream. Very good. Uh, well, that was a bit. Uh, Paige, she's gone for tiramisu. Oh, that's a page turner. Nah. Very good. Please keep listening. <laughs> Lemon cheesecake. Yes. Well done. And cookie dough. Spot uh, on. Yep. A. A. Diller, who Alex thought was a comedian last week. Yeah. Strawberry cheesecake, mango cheesecake, Ooh. waffles and ice cream. Ooh. Fruity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca, cheesecake, non-specified. General. Apple crumble and custard, yeah. lemon yeah. meringue. Yes. Two out of the three, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Natasha. Bedingfield. No. Oh. Uh, Gulab Jamon. Yeah. <laughs> Profeta Rolls. Oh, yeah. And Cookie Dough. Yep. Uh, Claire R. Lemon Meringue. Lemon Cheesecake. Pineapple Upside Down Cake. Oh, I've never had that. Ruddy yeah. hell. Uh, Loretta. Creme Brulee. Creme Brulee with a Sticky Toffee Pudding. Yeah. And a Treacle Tart. <laughs> yep. Da, 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 Yes, Frank. Uh, bananas Foster. German Went chocolate. Went to Gloucester. <laughs> German chocolate cake and Indian bread pudding. Ooh. Honorable mention, Linda Torte. Ooh. Ooh. Frank, if we go to America next year, can you like take us to these pudding places? They sound great. Great. Um, Hello, it is me, Brendeltron. No, I am a robot. <laughs> He has gone for the lemon meringue pie. Yeah. Hot crumble with custard. Yes. Yeah. And a Portuguese egg tart. He did say something about butterscotch angel delight, but we'll um, dis- disallow that because yep. it's not really a pudding. 
Uh, KTR, who said, uh, enjoy your lads on tour. Lads, lads, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag. Trifle, <laughs> cheesecake, and fudge brownie. Yes. Yeah. Decent. Uh, Moni Myrtle, the Capri's Layers of Joy trifle. That is a good mm. trifle. I like that. I like that one. Uh, Creme brulee again, and banoffee pie again. Yep. Popular. Keith Campbell. Who's the Keith? Who's you? Keith, Keith. Uh, jam donut with custard is a military thing. What jam? It's a military special. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't don't. He, I'm not. He, you served our country. Well done. You served our country. Yeah. Disrespect him, mate. I'll throw an iron brew in your face. Uh, baklava. Uh huh. And the Reese's peanut butter sundae, which must be from Wendy's. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. That, that okay. place in America. America. Um, we'll save him till last. Danny has gone for the chocolate fudge cake, yep. hot with ice cream. Chocolate, cho- chocolate, chocolate chip cookie dough, hot with ice cream, and the treacle tart, hot with ice cream. We he like ice, ice cream, cream do <laughs> And he's very short. And cat, banoffee pie, uh, roulade. Google it if you don't know. And tart de tan, which Ooh. I think is Welsh. Nice. Uh, Chris Comrath thought he'd contribute. But he said he doesn't like pudding. He only wants cheeses. Yeah, but you said last week we couldn't have cheeses. So we'll save these for when we do top three cheeses very soon because we have a very special guest for that. Can't say who it is yet, but it may be the... uh, It's Wallace from Wallace and Gromit. Biggest (laughs) guest we've had on the show so far. Oh, that's doesn't look good for Chris, does it? That's fine. (laughs) Chris. I'm here for default. (laughs) Yes. R2 default. <laughs> who's, uh, who's picking the next top three? Should we let him? It's Chris. Yeah, Isn't let's it? let Chris do it. And then next week we'll do Chris Conras because he's uh, yeah, he, he picked one a while ago. He did, didn't he? I want to do that one because it's very good. I, I've i picked the top three comedy films. We Ooh, did that last week. No, we didn't. Comedy films. Yeah, we did that last week. No, we didn't. We did stand-up no, comedians. No, I'm messing with him. Oh, yeah, he's, he's messing with him. He's trying to test me. Give me a test me. Yeah, give me lunch money now. So if you would like to get in contact with us and tell us your top three comedy films, then you can get in contact via email. We are stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at stewandalpod. So that was top three. And now it's time for Nighty's Corner. Nineties Corner. Nineties Corner. Each week, Stu and I bring something from the 90s, but we've got Chris this week, so he's going to bloody bring something at all. We discuss it. If we all think it's great, it'll get swept into tonight's corner. If at least one of us thinks it's shit, then it'll get sold off in the Leicester Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu, let's go to Chris first and see what he's bought for 90s corner. My first entrance is Eclipse Clothing. Can any of you remember Eclipse Clothing? Eclipse? With also Spliff Clothing as well. (laughs) Spliffy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might have been already... Has that already been added on? No. No? So I don't know what you guys think of that yeah, one. Yeah, I like that, Stu. Are you happy with that? Oh, that... Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yep, sweep it in, Chris. Sweep, sweep it, in. it in. Get it on the Leicester market. <laughs> Excellent. And then the TV series... Oh, he's Ma- bought another one. I've got a couple here. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. more research, you know? Oh, I'm keen. Man, oh, man. Man, <laughs> man, oh man! <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I was watching that as a kid, I always wanted to go on it. 
Wait, was that man and man with Paul Denan? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that would be brilliant if it, it was. Was it the host? It was uh, Chris Tarrant. It was Chris Tarrant. Oh, yeah. Ooh, good one, it's not that. So all, the, right. all the audience <laughs> They always ended was, up in the drink, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah all the audience was women. Yeah. And if you didn't, if they didn't like you, you ended up in the drink. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, a reversal of... Um, take me out. Yeah, and he used to bring that bloke out at the end. He used to do like the uh, the workout routine. That's he used that thing it. with his like yeah, keep check Yeah, that's it. Cheggers, Cheggers, Cheggers. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and I've got a couple more. Fucking hell! Yeah, fucking Take over the show, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, you know, I've got to make an impact, haven't I? This guy. Sky Sports. I don't think. That's oh, that's a good oh, one. That's a good shout. Well done. Yeah, like yeah. that. Sweet um, that one in. And the final one is Operation Good Guys, the mock police mockumentary oh, on yeah. BBC Two. Yeah, yeah. Bloody yeah, hell. Yeah. There got, we go. He got four inch to ain't yeah, it? Yeah, he's got that. Like, you got a lot of time sweeping there, mate. Sweeping, sweeping, in, Chris. Get you on the council. Lovely. Like that. Stu, yeah. what have you got? I've got the 1998-1999 Palmer team. Oh! Palmer Nova. Enrico Chiesa, Juan Veron, Cannavaro, Buffon, Crespo. That Ro team... The Rooney playing it. Was... <laughs> that team was fucking pure, wasn't it? It was, You know yeah. what I'm saying, don't you? I, I get you You're 100%, a football, mate. You're a football player. Yeah. yeah, I like Rooney. <laughs> sure, sure, pal. I don't know nothing. Adults are talking. <laughs> No, that was a quality team. Yep. You watch that team on YouTube or something. Fucking yeah. hell. One of the best sides ever. If that's, that's, I don't even care what you say. It's going in. And who would have thought years Go later we play football on the beach in Palmer Nova? Yes. <laughs> when you injured your foot, if yes. I remember Oh, right. yeah, you kicked that wall, didn't you? <laughs> why did you kick a wall and miss the ball? It's crap at football. I have no idea why I kicked that wall. <laughs> no, I still don't. You tried to kick the ball, I moved it out of yeah. your way. And that's made... when me and Chris were like, we'd run a one of us would be refereeing, we'd always like foul you and say it wasn't I, a foul. I was running rings around you, you kept kicking no, you my shit. running yes, rings. I'm leaving you for dead. Oh, Come sorry, Breezy. Hey, how's Roberto Baggio? Yeah. Well, Stu, yeah, it's good. Sweep it in. I already knew I was sweeping it in. I didn't need permission. On this I already pre-swept it in. The, the greatest, one of the greatest football sides of all time. <laughs> I'm going to go for a shit one today. That's because I uh, only thought about it for the last minute because I forgot 90's corner was on. I'm going to go for the Channel Tunnel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, let me give you a few facts. No. That, it was opened on in. the 6th of May 1994. For the tunnel and the 1st of June 1994 for the freight and the 14th of November 1994 for passenger service. Uh, it goes from Dover to Calais. It gets you from England to France. You might as well stop there, mate. It's right. not going through. I'll sell that. <laughs> Get it in the uh, Newark News. <laughs> so, Stu, have we got any social media on there? Uh, the corner? Uh, Keza G picked the original Worms. Yes, that's yeah, a great game. Sure. Not to be confused with Kesaji getting original worms. <laughs> In the 90s. <laughs> is that all of them? Yeah. So um, what we're going to do next week, listeners, is we're going to change 90s corner slightly. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with 1990 next episode. And there's going to be three episodes on 1990. And then we're going to move to 91. So for the next episode, we want to know your favourite 1990 film. We want you to bring that. And then what we're going to do... Is we're going to discuss it, and then mine and Stu's, and the, the best two of the films will be put on a Twitter poll, and the best film out of those which is chosen will then go into '90s corner. It'll be the only one that will go into '90s corner, so there'll only be one. The week, the episode after that, it's then going to be um, 
90s singles. 90s singles, so, so your favourite. 1990 single. Yeah, not, not single people, but the uh, song. <laughs> and then the episode after that, it's going to be... 1990 TV show. TV show that started oh. in so 1990. debuted in 1990. So we're going to change it slightly to hopefully get a few more people uh, into it to, yeah. to contribute. So in the next episode, we want your top 1990 film. Not 1990s. 1990. Okay, so if you'd like to tell us your favourite 1990 film, get in contact. We are stewandourpod at gmail.com or we're on Twitter and Instagram at stewandourpod. Still to come, Al takes a trip to the Bag of Nails. David Bowie talks to us about his latest project. That's the uh, fake news story. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. Mike Reed offers more life tips. But now it's time for... Al... With the ads. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for Al's ads. Crocodile shoes. <laughs> Crocodile shoes. How we are that, man? It's Jimmy Nail here, our famous Geordie. And I've got a new VHS for you. It's called Jimmy Nail's Geordie Fails. It's I about Jimmy Nail's from Newcastle. <laughs> It's about war Jordy's fucking up and that. Here's the first one. It's Alan Shearer on Match of the Deer. So, Alan, it's uh, Gary Lineker here. What do you think of that performance? Gary Lineker's Australian. He's <laughs> <laughs> from our town, you div. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't speak the last... So, just, just... Shearer. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the tune were... Uh... Fucking shake, man. Oh, sorry, sorry, Gary, man. I didn't mean to see a fuck. Oh, shit, man. I fucking said it. Oh, bollocks, man. Oh, that was funny, late. Oh, poor Alan there on turn, Matt in the deer. Next, it's time for War Cheryl Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a live performance when she was in Girls Aloud. Oh, I'm just a love magician. No, man, I mean machine. Oh, sorry, girls, I proper fucked up there. Oh, no, man, I've just sworn. Oh, fucking, oh, shit, bollocks. Oh, bollocks, man. Sorry, man, I didn't mean to. Oh, I thought it was Ash Ashley Cole over there. No, oh, man. Oh, silly, little poor lass, like, fucking up, like, when she's on tour. Eh. <laughs> Cheryl Cole punched someone in the toilet once in a nightclub. <laughs> uh, next, if you remember me from... Um, I'll feel the same pet. Well, how about war friend Tim Healy? This is him on the set of I'll feel the same pet. No, man, right. I'm not filming anymore, I'll feel the same pet. Uncle Dorigay. Until someone owns up to drowning my dogs in the river. It keeps happening, man. I buy new dogs every week and then someone takes them out into the river and drowns them. Who's doing it? Who's doing it, man? <laughs> that was really funny, that poor... <laughs> Poor Tim Healy like and his drowned dogs. Anyway, they, even I can mess up sometimes. Here's me on tour in 1980. Alligator shoot. Oh shit, man, I'm fucked up. I said alligator when I meant to see a crocodile. Oh no, man, silly me. <laughs> Tell you what, man, it's a great new VHS out on Monday. Hey, and if you still see Tim Healy, Tell him I want my sack and bricks back. <laughs> See you later, man. Now it's time for the news.
In each episode, Stu tells us a real news story, followed by a fake one. The fake one this week will more than likely be about David Bowie. <laughs> Not confirmed. And they also tell us some sports results, the weather, business sometimes. Yeah, business this week. And anything else that he wants to throw in. So Travel, here we go. Travel, weather. So here we go. Here are your headlines. Easy Janos. So, this week in the news, Heather Small complains in Tesco about the prices of Shandy Bass. The price, she says, is always moving on up. <laughs> uh, Johnny Depp is set to release his new fitness program on Netflix. Pilates of the Caribbean is due out next year. <laughs> oh, and Robert De Niro is set to star in a new controversial sequel to one of his films from the 1970s, where he starts to kick around woodland animals. The Deer Punter is available for streaming in November. He's good. He's good. But first, not bad, not bad. story number one. It's a bit of a heartwarming one this week. A former flight attendant who lost several colleagues when flight 175 was flown into the World Trade Center is honoring his friends on the 20th anniversary of the terrorist attacks by pushing an airline beverage cart from Boston all the way to Ground Zero. Oh. If you've made this one up and are making jokes about it, it's going to be really harsh, isn't it? Well, you know it's not made up, do you? I've done David Bowie for fuck's sake. Not even alive. Pushing a cart is familiar to Paul Venito, 62, who spent 30 years as a flight attendant for five different airlines. Uh, flight 175 was his regularly scheduled flight. He'd flown to Boston the night before, and on September 11th, it was his day off. He told the Patriot Ledger of Quincy he was helping a friend build a concrete wall at the time of the attacks and didn't even know at first the second plane to hit the towers was his regular flight. Um, the purpose of his journey, called Paulie's Push, is to recognise the crews on all four 9-11 flights. They were the first, first responders. They were heroes. They were absolute heroes, he said. He has been training for the roughly 220-mile walk since October, pushing the cart around his hometown of Braintree and Quincy up to 16 miles per day. His journey begins on August 21st. He's lost 30 pounds and has quit smoking. He's been getting training advice from Boston Marathon race director Dave McGilvery uh, and Becca Pizzi, a Massachusetts woman who five years ago completed seven marathons and seven days on seven continents. Oh, yeah, what have you been doing? Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a struggle, but pushing a beverage cart around hasn't been easy compared to what the flight crews experienced on 9-11. What a hero. What man. a lovely bloke. 220 I really miles hope that's the real the story. 220 miles. Do you think he's offering people things from the cart on his way? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, so is that true, or is story number two true? David Bowie number one. is set to open a series of discotheques across London. <laughs> he said... Well, it's going to be called Let's Dance. <laughs> and it's not going to be like normal clubs. Uh, I've made a lot of ch ch, -ch changes to the, <laughs> to the club scene. Sorry, I was going to sneeze there. My bad. Uh, it's bloody cold. Uh, flagship one will be in Camden opening next Friday. I've hired two local bouncers, Ziggy and Stardust. Uh, lovely lads. Uh, Jean and Jeannie will be behind the bar. And this new DJ, Trev Starman. He's the man who sold the world the portable disco there, hubs. <laughs> hey, he's met someone called Trev. You can use it. <laughs> Good lad. Uh, we've had celebs in already. Uh, the woman from Modern Love. Uh, sorry, I mean Modern Family. She was in the other night. And uh, Rebel Rebel Wilson. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, she was, she like was here too, but uh, we're going to make a real go of this. I mean, it's a real passion project, just like Bono said last week. Uh, it's going to be in the name of love, Pride. 
one of his, not mine. Uh, we can do anything over this, and it's you know it's all new. Uh, if there's life on Mars, then I can do this, <laughs> building clubs around London. It's going to be great. <laughs> Heroes. Brilliant. So, is the hero of New York going to be pushing a golf uh, a golf cart, a uh, drinks cart for 220 miles from Boston to New York? Or is David Bowie, God rest his soul, going to be opening London nightclubs? Chris, what do you reckon? It's a close one, mate. Yeah, it's close, it's isn't it? It's really close. Um, I'd probably have to go with David Bowie probably being the false one. Yeah, I'll go with David Bowie. Just out of push. Yes, well, of course, David Bowie's no longer with us, sadly, <laughs> so the... Uh, might have been something he'd written into his will. The um, the cart thing is the real story there. And good for him as well. Anyway, want a bit of sport? Yes, please. This place. Sport, yeah, this sport, this place. Sport. This so in golf this week, the Snotterdam Open was called off as there was too many bogeys on the 15th. <laughs> oh. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> He's laughing. He loves that himself. In, uh, in travel, for those travelling in corridors at work or at school, please walk and don't run. <laughs> please. <laughs> Stop running sport. Safety. Uh, business, mind your own. <laughs> and the weather is taking the piss. Bravissimo. Hey, Oh, hey, you and all. Come on. <laughs> Lovely stuff. So, uh, that was a um, thanks, Stu. That was in the news. And now, let's move on to Bastermind. Hi. Bastermind. In each episode, Stu and I ask each other questions upon a chosen subject we've given each other. All revision has to come through Wikipedia. But this week... It's different, isn't it, Al? It's slightly different this week. Oh. Because we've given Chris the opportunity to ask the questions. And he's, he's come up with the questions himself. Yeah. So the subject for Stu is Liverpool Football Club. And the... And the for me, Stu, is? Leicester City. So, two football teams. Two giants of the footballing, soccering world. So, Chris, you're going to ask Stu his five questions first. Are you ready? Are you ready there, Stuart? Yes. Oh, what, sorry. So, what's the score sorry, at the moment? It, at the moment, it is 9-7 to myself. So, it's very close. Ooh. Getting closer. Right, then. It, obviously, it's from Wikipedia. The top part of Wikipedia. So, question one. How many league titles have Liverpool won? 19. You've said 19? That's correct. Yes. One. What year was Liverpool founded? 1897. 1892. Ah, that's what I meant. What year did Liverpool change their strips from red shirts and white shorts to all red? That's a good one, that. 1982. 1964, I'm afraid. Oh, bloody hell. Okay. Arty, arty. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down. Hey, hey. Okay, question four. How many UEFA Cups have Liverpool won? Three. That's correct. Yes. And the final question. What's the cap capacity of Anfield to the nearest thousand? 53,000. I'll give you that. Come on! Three out of five. Well done, Stu. Well done, well done. Right then. So. Yes! Shit. I haven't done any research. (laughs) I have done a little bit. I've briefed it in the car earlier. (laughs) No pressure for Al then. What year did Leicester move to Filbert Street? (sighs) To Filbert Street? Oh, yeah. 
Bloody hell, that's a hard question. It's on the first paragraph, mate. <laughs> uh, 1981? No way. 1891. Bloody hell. <laughs> 81? I don't, yeah, but I didn't know how long Old Street was. Where were they before that? Uh, I don't know. They were Lester Foss before. Yeah, Lester uh, Foss before, weren't they? 1891. How many times have Leicester won the League Cup? Five. Three. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Okay. Similar to Steve's question, what's the capacity of the King 32,000. Correct. Nah. What year was the stadium renamed King Power? Oh, shit. Oh, it was Walker Stadium. Before. It was yeah. before, yeah. That's right. I'm going to take a stab in the dark here. I think 2015. 2011. Yes. Oh, shit. Two's got this. So the last... Last question is, what year was Leicester City founded? 1882. 1884. Oh, shit. I did really badly. So, that oh. ends up. Stu's the winner. That's a good one, that one. That was a good one, that. Good round, good round. So, Chris, do you want to choose our next uh, topics? We're on M. We're on M. So, who's the first person? Uh, give Stu his first. Minsk. The capital of Belarus. Oh, Minsk. Minsk. Okay. And you can be Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A lovely stuff. Uh, right. I want Chris to be host next, next episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we probably will do it at some point. If it keeps going the way yeah. it is. <laughs> so that was Bastermind. And now it's 9-8 to me. It's getting competitive. Still, it was once 7-1 to me. Yeah, but I started revising. Yeah, you did, didn't you, really? Okay, so that... That's a lesson to you kids out there. Revise. Yeah. That was Bastermind. And now it is time... For tails and a bag of nails. Rabbit, 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 one time when we were go have you seen the bag of nails, the pub? I have indeed. We saw it when we yeah. went to Brendan Stag do. We, yeah. we did indeed. Brendan old drive. Of course we go in every week, but you know. I yeah. mean, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, of course. <laughs> so um, Alex, apparently it's Jackie's final chapter this week. Stu, it was an interesting week down the bag of nails. Oh, um, wow. Was it very emotional with it being? It was early? emotional. Did it end up someone getting bored? I heard something on the uh, bag of nails Twitter feed that they weren't allowed to post on it because. Let me just say, Stu, there's a police inquiry that is Aye. ongoing. Aye. So we can't share a lot with you okay. um, until the whole thing has been sorted. So I'll pass you the tape, Stu. She really is a scumbag, isn't she? <laughs> She's a lovely woman. <laughs> no. Bev is. Click. Right, right. This is the last one I'm doing because I've got, a, um, I've got a, uh, an advert for some... <laughs> well, you've got a stuttering problem this week, Jackie. Who said that, you fucking knob? <laughs> I'll fucking come down there and put my eye heel through your fucking face. It's your dad. Look who you're talking to. <laughs> She's so, got oh, yeah. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> so, Jackie D's autobiography, chapter 17. <laughs> Shagging. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard the term ladies' man. Well, I'm what you'd call a man's lady. <laughs> Though you could count the amount of sexual partners I've had on one hand. As long as that hand had over a thousand fingers. <laughs> it's like a pick and mix, isn't it? <laughs> oh, she's a dirty trump. 
Over the years, I've collected most of the STDs, often doing swapsies round the back of the shops or dogging events. But syphilis still eludes me. It's basically like the shiny of, of the sticker world. She's collected them like the Affinity Stones with Thanos. My favourite type of man is Australian, as they always like going down under. Oh, fuck off. My least favourite man are from Birmingham, mainly because of the accent. I mean, who wants to hear, let's see them tits jacket. <laughs> I thought you said Birmingham. <laughs> let me do that again. <laughs> no, you're... Oh, uh, sorry. I meant, let me do that bit again. <laughs> Let's say they teach Jackai. <laughs> it puts me right off my stroke. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going home. <laughs> or maybe that was just that time when Noddy older. <laughs> Hang on, how old are you, Jackie? <laughs> He's about 100, isn't he, Noddy Older? I remember once. <laughs> get down, get down, he's got a gun! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Jackie, I love you! Get him, get him out of here! Jackie, no! Oh, and then it just no. sort of cuts out. Is that so Dorigay? It was Dorigay, Uncle Dorigay. Oh, now, why is he always ruining everything? Eric? Now, that's why I say we can't say too much. Basically, there was, there was an incident at the Bag of Nails... Uncle Dorigay took a few shots at Jackie D. Now, I'm pretty sure it was a Nerf gun. So <laughs> it was just some um, foam bullets. But I can't be sure. So I'm hoping that we'll find out at some point if Jackie D is okay. So I'm sorry, listeners, but I just don't know what's happened. So this could be a case that she's foaming at the gash. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the tales. <laughs> so that was the tale. <laughs> no way. So that was the tale down the bag. So Stu, <laughs> Stu, you'll be heading down the bag of nails next week, right? Next episode, won't you? If I'm allowed in, yeah. Yeah. They look at the police cordon's gone. I'm sure Bev will let you in. So I'll tell you what. Now Stu can't talk. Let's just take a break. And we'll go on to Mike Reed's top tips. In each episode, Stu brings us a couple of facts from the old Mike Reed. Stu, last week's, last episode's fact about, uh, tip, sorry, about yawning and giving a thumbs up so that deaf people don't think you're screaming was one of the funniest things I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> Good. Chris, do you like Mike Reed? You a big fan? Massive fan, mate. Nice. I've actually tried hugging someone <laughs> while bar <laughs> while, while also getting cash out. Unfortunately, I'm in court in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> Oops. So Good. that didn't quite go right. Right, still pass it over to you. Let's hear from Mike Reed. Okay, here's the tape. Thank you. Click. All right, lads, how's it going? Mike Reed here again, offering you more top tips to improve your life. Right, too fat, like my wife Pat, <laughs> right? Eggs are fantastic for a fitness diet, but if you don't like the taste, add cocoa butter and flour and bake them for 30 minutes. There's <laughs> cake, in it. Right, getting married? Yeah, good. Well, try this. Replace your wedding vows with lyrics to any track by Marilyn Manson. It's a great test to the start of a successful marriage. 
Thanks, Mike. See how you go with him. I'll catch you on another episode. Wherever you may be in the future. Wherever you may be. Right, thanks, Mike. That was lovely. So, uh, that's the, I mean, that is the end of episode 32. So, first of all, before we finish, I'd like to say thank you for Chris. Yeah, cheers, mate. From VAR at the Bar. Thank you very much, mate, for being invited. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean we, we couldn't really do a podcast in the room and make you be quiet for the entire hour. So, we've, <laughs> we've kind of had to let you on. But you, you, watching, I, you was watching the Olympics earlier. I just left him with that. Yeah. Oh, you're watching women's basketball. It was, yeah. It's very enthralling. Slam dunk. Team USA were on the box. They were. Yeah, Don't know if they won good. or not. So, Stu, have you got anything that you need to add um, before we finish? Yes. Uh, very stupidly, probably because of my um, drinking again, I forgot to mention one entry for the uh, top three desserts. It's from the Scoreless Thriller podcast. I will message them to listen till the end in case they forget. We, uh, in case they think we forgot them. Uh, but the lad said, Arctic, Sahara and Gobi. Oh, Isn't he a funny no. bastard? He's bloody clever, him, ain't he? Well done, yeah, well done, lads, well very done. Very good. So, if we ever do a football one, we'll uh, we'll get you on the show. So, what I want to do for the end of this podcast is, because you guys are on it, and Stu, you did a lovely quiz in the car when we were on a drive up. Yes. Yes, yeah. it's very entertaining. And what I thought I'd do is I Chris would... Won. He did win. I won so quite I've, handsomely. I've created a quiz <laughs> for you both. Okay, it's got three rounds. <laughs> I've got three rounds, uh, and it's about the northeast, and specifically about Newcastle. Uh, so the first round in uh, we'll, what we'll do is we'll come to each of you for an answer. Okay. Okay. And you get an, you get a life each. So if you get one wrong, you get to go again. Okay. So what we're going to start with is the first round of the quiz is the top ten major cities closest to Newcastle. Oh. Okay. So as a guest, Chris, I'm gonna let you start first. So in the top ten, I want one of the top ten major cities nearest to Newcastle. Gateshead. Incorrect. <laughs> one life gone, I'm afraid, Chris. <laughs> Stu. Middlesbrough. Incorrect. For some reason it's not put down Middlesbrough as a major city. <laughs> and then, oh sorry, I'm just getting I'm getting this from travelmath.com. Well travelmath.com can get fucked.com. <laughs> Chris, back to you. Cities, uh, Sunderland. Uh, sorry, Chris, that's you out of the round. This <laughs> bollocks. Stu, let's see if you get a gold run going. Manchester, one. Keep going. Liverpool, correct. Two. Leeds, <laughs> three. <laughs> York. No, for some reason it's not on there. This is fucking it's, bollocks. I told you, I've got it from travelmath.com. So. Shut your website down because you're crap. <laughs> I'll go for it. 81 miles away is Leeds, 82 miles, Bradford, 92 Edinburgh, 98 Kingston-upon-Hull, 105 Manchester, 111 Sheffield, 121 Liverpool, 121 Glasgow, and 1939 Stoke-on-Trent. Just walking <laughs> distance then, eh? So, so far it is three... Nil to Stu. Let's move on to the second round. Bullshit, Alan. Which is the top 10 tr most expensive transfers to Newcastle United. This is on transfermarked.co.uk. That's not transfer market, it's transfermarked.co.uk. So, Stu, we're going to start with you. The top 10 transfers to Newcastle United. These are players going to Newcastle. To Newcastle, yeah. Alan Shearer. Correct. £15 million. Pounds. Chris. Um... Oh, Michael Owen. Michael Owen is, yes, the second in the list at £22.5 million. Stu. Joe Linton. Joe Linton, £39.6 million. Pounds. What a rip-off. <laughs> hey, um, £39. i am going to go with uh, Alan St. Maximum. 
Oh, number 10. Well done, Chris. 16.2 million pounds. Shelby? Course not. <laughs> um, Back to you, Chris. Florian, what do you call it? Troon Dib or whatever you call him? Florian. <laughs> We're having that. Oh, I know who you Florian. mean. Florian. T-H-A-B-I. Tovan, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, Yeah, number nine, 16.5, two million pounds. Stu, back to you. Um, Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson, well done, Stu. Number four at 20.03 million pounds. Back to you, Chris. Six have gone so far, four remaining. Jamal Lewis. He was actually number 11, Chris. One life gone at 14.85 million pounds. (coughs) Stu, back to you. Um, Almiron. Almiron, well done, number three at £21.6 million. <coughs> Chris, back to you. Would you like to know who's gone? Yes, please. Joe Linton, Michael Owen, Almiron, Wilson, Shearer, Tovan, St Maximan. So, three players left. Oof. None of them play for Newcastle anymore, just to <laughs> let you know. That's, that's not a surprise. Um, We'll go with uh, Yannick Gorkov, is it? Incorrect, Chris. Sorry, that's your last life gone. Stu, back to you. Uh, Johan Kabay. Oh, unlucky. No, you could have also had Albert Luque for £18 million. I don't think that's right. um, Wijnaldum for £18 million. Again, I don't think that's right. And Mitrovic for £16.65 million. Again, I don't think that is right. So, so I that, that was 4-3 to Stu. Ooh. There's a Stu. Well done, well done. So, now, according to Google.com, oh, if you were to put in Google.com, the 10 most famous Geordies This is actually a real website this time, time yeah? Okay, yep. This is, on, this is just on Google. Yeah, it's a real okay. website then. Yep. So, can you tell me the top 10 most famous Geordies according to Google? Chris, starting with you. Tim Healy. Tim Healy. Well done, Chris. Really? Um, Jerome Flynn. Incorrect. Sorry, Stu. He's not there. He's on Game of Thrones, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Cheryl Cole. Oh, number one on the list. Well done, Chris. Robson Green. Stu, that is your lives gone. That's bollocks. <laughs> Robson and Jerome are not top ten. <laughs> Fuck you, man. That's bollocks. Right, Chris, you've got two lives. It's time to pull it back. That's, okay. punt, that's bollocks, that is. That's absolute bollock. Robson and Jerome. How can you not have them? Saturday night at the movies. <laughs> Who cares what picture you see? Because when I'm dancing with my baby, me, I'm doing it in. aggressively. Let me come back in. I know now. No, no, no. no. Sorry, you're this out. Fucking Go on, Chris. Alan Shearer. Correct. Number four on the list. Rob. Rob. Jimmy Nail. Number three on the list. This is bullshit. <laughs> and the deck, mate. Yeah, and then Deck. Not on the list for some strange this reason. This is fucking bollocks. <laughs> I told you it's Google, it's just what I went with. This is bollocks. What? You got How one can more. Deck not be on the list. Chris, you got one more guess? You got one more life? Okay. Jeff Keegan. Shush. Don't say Jeff Keegan. Hey, Jeff Keegan. <laughs> Bite a Grove, man. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> Big Spooky Lake. What about Noddy from uh, Barking Grove? Anyone from Bite Grove? Jill um, Halfpenny. That's a good chat. Jill Halfpenny. Correct, well done. Don't give it away, Stu. You might lose it. I don't care. Um, Amut 
to be honest. You're out. Okay, yeah. I'll take that last time because you could have had uh, Cheryl Cole, Brian Johnson. You had Cheryl Cole. Yeah, no, oh, I'm just saying. Yeah. Brian Johnson. Who's that? ACDC, is he? Obviously. Oh, okay. Jimmy Nail, Alan Shearer, Rowan Atkinson is what? from Newcastle. No way. Yeah. No way. Uh, Tim Healy, Hank Marvin. Oh. Who's the Pretenders. Jill Halfpenny, Lee Hall, who was it? Um, who wrote Billy Elliot. Oh. And Neil Tennant, who was in an... Oh, I can't remember what band he was in. No, I wouldn't have got any of them. Sorry, uh, let me just find out. Neil Tennant was in... I can't remember. Oh, oh. no, here we go. Hold on. Neil Tennant. Neil Tennant. It's going to sound good for Neil Tennant, isn't <laughs> it? Neil, if you Neil ever Tennant. Uh, Pet Shop Boys. Oh. He was in the Pet Shop Boys. So, um, let's count those scores overall. Stu, you got four, five, six, seven. And Chris, you got five, six, seven, eight. It was the last round that won it for you, Chris. Well oh, done. Oh, <laughs> and Chris, your, your, um, your, uh, your prize is a date with Tim Healy, man. You got to find oh, his dogs. Oh, yes. <laughs> Found those dogs. And the sacks. <laughs> so, um, I just want to say a thank you to Chris for joining Cheers, us. Man. Thank you very much. Cheers, episode man. 32. Thank you very much. Well done, uh, for episode 32. For Stu, for letting me have one of his Camden Pale Ales out of the bathtub. We're keeping our lager in the bathtub to keep it cool. Yeah. Um, as I say, we're in the travel lodge. And for all the lovely people um, who let us cross over the road when we thought we were going to die trying to get to the Asda. So, Chris, would you like to say anything before we go? No, I'm all right. Thank you very much, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and Stu, before we go, do you want to say anything? How are you, pet? <laughs> okay. So, everybody, one, two, three... Goodbye, baby girl. Bye, baby girl. Kabuya. Bye.